10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. I just want to say everyone here at HMGYChannel2.com would like to wish the chief, the boss man, the Ayatollah himself, Bin Hamin, a very happy birthday. Happy a birthday. Happy birthday. Yalla. Yalla. Addressing you directly, so close your moron infidel mouth and hear my words. The Northeastern, Middle Eastern Championship is right where it belongs. Because my man, Blaze Haram, has been greenlit. Yes, so nice. And I'm here at the Horseshoes of Genetics, K-Fade Compound, and Terrorist Training Center, putting in some extra hours, getting ready to come to Schenectady on July the 16th. And you, little Garrett Holiday, hired gun. <laughs> you want to see real guns, moron? Well, I'll be bringing them to slap you across your moron face. And all you idiots out there, bring $5, and I'll do the same to you. So hear me now, you're never getting your hands on the Middle Eastern Championship. Blaze Haram has blessed me to protect it, and that is what I will do. In the name of Mohammed, Allahu Akbar, Ya Allah, Ya Mohammed, ha 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 ha, Ya Bin so nice. <laughs> oh yes. You could catch a bat to the balls. He could pull a foreign object and fracture your skulls. Have you in the back of the stalls? Blasting through a door hinge, laughing on his podcast. Conspiracy horsemen. It's Rampage Uncage, and it's coming to you via channel82.com via HMG. Get ready. It's Friday. Welcome to Rampage Uncaged, live via channel2.com and brought to you by Hamin Media Group. I'm your host, Jimmy T, and my co-host, he's back. It's been a while, uh, it's been a few weeks actually, but he's back once again, Evil Dose, a gunner of doom, Jeff Littman. Welcome to Uncaged. How's things, my friend? I know we just done a show just previously, but we're back. Yeah. Listen, I was watching that, that uh, vignette there for the, the birthday boy himself. And nothing says joy like 
July in Schenectady. So, yalla, and I hope the Middle Eastern champion is safe and sound and still in the green one's hands. And I hope he uh, took a couple days off from terrorist training just, just to celebrate the big day. Um, hey, green hameen. So, listen. Yeah, I was on the show for like five weeks in a row, and I thought yeah. I was the co-host, but it turns out I was just substituting for someone else, but I didn't even know that. And then so then I was dumped, but I thought I was fired, but I wasn't fired because I was a substitute. So here I'm back again, substituting for the Jargonop, who apparently is in parts unknown right now. He is uh, he's at a local medical facility, I hear. Uh, possibly, maybe not. Maybe he's kidnapping the Miz. Maybe he's, uh, <laughs> you know, we're not sure. But well, um, he takes to kidnap Jargon. Yeah, it could be, but uh, or maybe yeah. Jargo's in on it. Uh, ah. but, uh, maybe you'll get him back next week. Maybe it'll be me. I don't know, but Channel Attitude members and Hameen Media Group, if you don't know me, I am Evil Dose. I am the Gardener of Doom. Absolutely. If you don't know him, now you know. And uh, yeah, apocalypse. man. Welcome to the Apocalypse. And like I said, happy birthday once again to the Chief himself, Bin Hameen. And that's a one more yellow for you, sir. And uh, we're here on channel2.com, Jeff, because we're going to talk AEW Rampage. And uh, after a pretty eventful, uh, shall I say, dynamite this past Wednesday, I mean, what would you think of Rampage? Um, okay, this week's Rampage was much better than the Rampage the week before. But the week before was horrendous. So this week was... It was okay. It, was, it it wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. I mean, it, it's for better or worse. It's not an important show, um, and I'm just not sure if it if they're sort of in one of those no win situations where they're afraid to put important stuff on there because nobody will watch it, or nobody's watching because they don't put important stuff on there and they they just can't pull the trigger. But if I was Tony and I had this overstocked roster and so many things going on and a pay per view coming up, I'd put important things on it and see if people will watch because. Two million people watch SmackDown, so they're there. No, you're right, absolutely. And I think the numbers go up this week, as a matter of fact. Uh, for SmackDown? No, and for ha- Rampage. Oh, no, this week they went back down. Two weeks ago, the terrible oh, show, they went down. But the terrible week, you know what happened? In 30 major markets, SmackDown was preempted for NFL preseason games. Last week, oh. there weren't as many, and, and a lot of them were in secondary markets. Same with this week. Uh, Rampage is going to be pre. I'm sorry, SmackDown is going to be preempted this week in a lot of sort of secondary, small market, smaller city markets. But I think a lot of people who normally would watch SmackDown said, "Fuck, I'm home. I'll watch some wrestling." Yeah, I guess. I mean, why not, right? Yeah, um, they decided not to tune back in two weeks in a row. Yeah, I guess. They, I guess you're right. Um, now, like, I, I hate this inconsistency of of Rampage, especially. I mean, even Dynamite's to a lesser extent but uh man do we really need one show one week being good the other week being crap you know what i mean it goes back and forth it's just so inconsistent but you're right it was a better show this time but uh i don't know man let's just hope going forward we do get a better show yeah um, no, they have they have plenty of talent and plenty of things going on that they could eat they i mean they should be able to fill up nine hours of tv and still have people left over so you know i'm not really sure what what the problem is but uh for better or for worse the show opened up with your ring of honor world heavyweight champion claudio who i you notice how 
you know, it goes from Claudio Castagnoli and to Cesaro and the world goes crazy, but it goes from Claudio Castagnoli to Claudio in AEW and everyone's like, Ooh, no one cares. Yep, it's true, man. It's uh, I hate the double standards, but you're right. I mean, please, but continue on. Yeah, I would just call him CC. <laughs> double C. <laughs> double C of the Why BCC. Not? Yeah, well, <laughs> it's true. And, uh, I mean, yeah, look, it, it, like I said, I, I think oh, this is going to sound weird, but is it just me or do you think uh, Costagnoli is – I don't know, man. Is is he being exposed possibly here? It is not just you. He is exposed. He he looks great. He works great. He's got that light in his eye, but he he's doesn't have a charismatic personality. He's everything else about him has charisma, but he doesn't have a charismatic personality. Huh. I, I, don't, that is. I don't know. It's it's a, that's a good question. We're worried. He was supposed to be here. He's late. Yeah, he was, but uh, unfortunately, he can't be with us tonight. But he was. If you want to check him out, you can at the PwC Network where he, we just recorded the skirmish. So, yes. yeah, we miss him too. He was on point tonight, put it that way. Yeah, you but, can uh, follow yeah, him thanks. at Chris Am's one familiar stranger since I'm sure you don't know how to. I wonder who, who is that. I wonder, is it, could it, it be a secret be? admirer? I don't know. I, my, guess, my guess is D. No, nah, no, nah, it's not D. D wants to kill me right now. As yeah, but why would you want to kill the handsome, red-headed, red-bearded man? Well, that's true, too. I mean, should I... I mean, both those I things be, can be true simultaneously. In fact, one might enhance the other. <laughs> what what right. better way to, to, to get at you than to, to get at your, your closest friend? Yeah, I wonder. It could be the red-bearded guy himself that's maybe talking about himself. Eric Redbeard? Yes, Eric Redbeard. Redbeard, we told Redbeard. you you're not getting a job. We already have a guy in that in that typecast <laughs> here, and you're not getting his job. <laughs> well, anyway, let's go back to Rampage. Oh, right, 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 like you were saying about Costagnoli, he comes in to, to issue an open challenge with an interesting answer. That's cool. Two I love total all the matches. challenges. It's so new and fresh that they've never done before with the TNT title and the yeah. FTW title. Oh, wait. Wow, Exactly. Well, Costagnoli issued an open challenge for the Ring of Honor World Championship next week. Dustin Rhodes stepped on stage to answer. Will be Wait, hold on. What's Dustin Rhodes' record in Ring of Honor? Uh, I believe it's uh, zero and zero. Oh man, what what's his record in AEW? Is, is he? I mean, I, I, what's I his, actually what, don't know. What what's his what's his record been like the last four months? You think? Probably three and three and five. Uh, the, the last time I saw him, he beat Lance Archer for reasons unknown uh, in March. <laughs> so oh, I, yeah. I, I, I haven't seen him in a match since then. I mean, I've seen him talking to Thunder Rosa and you know and things like that in in stories that really didn't make any sense. But yeah, so apparently the number one contender um, is Dustin Rhodes. But this, this is an open challenge, so I guess it didn't have to make sense. It, well, nothing makes sense in AEW anymore. But like you said. We do get, uh, what's his name, Dustin Rhodes coming in to on the stage to answer. He promised to give Claudio the best Dustin Rhodes of his life. Stop lying. Stop lying, that's Dustin, That's natural please. Dustin Rhodes. Oh, sorry. That's the natural Dustin Rhodes. And he's naturally crap, let's be honest, when he's a natural. But anyway, Claudio recognized the burning desire to be world champion and accepted the match. And like AEW said on their Twitter, we did not see that coming, Jeff. 
Heck, neither did I. Yeah, I did not see that coming. That is exactly true. And uh, listen, I'm sure they're going to put on a match that is good. I'm sure they're both going to try very hard. The outcome of this match is not in doubt, and I can't imagine that anyone actually cares about this match. They're just pretending. I mean, you might as well just throw Tony Nese at him. What's the difference? Yeah, I agree. I mean, shit. I mean, they've totally de-elevated this Ring of Honor championship, even though this company doesn't even exist. And let's be yeah. honest, Jeff, I don't think it ever will anymore from yeah. this point forward. How do you how do you de- de-elevate a company that was out of business? I mean, oh, <laughs> there's, there's, you can't de-elevate it any further, but they haven't elevated it much much past the ground floor. It's it's it's, it's just disturbing, man. Speaking of disturbing, we get Ortiz and Ruby Soho have unfinished business with Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti. They've wanted to get their hands on them for months, apparently, Jeff. You can't. I don't. No, I, I, I really don't. And the interesting thing is that Guevara is supposed to be in a solos match against Eddie Kingston uh, in All Out in, what, 10 days from now or 12 days? And he's Something not like that. I mean, I'm sure there'll be some sort of chicanery and he'll get involved, but way, way to build up a card. <laughs> this is being a bad build, dude. That That's true. But you know what's going to happen. What they do last week, didn't they have Guevara and Conti against Dante Martin and Sky Blue for absolutely no reason, defending AAA intergender titles? I mean, yeah. instead of building up this feud to at least you know make this match be consistent and, and make some sense and you know, they could have had this match last week or whatever, and then you could have Kingston, and then you could have had a three-week build for a pay-per-view match, which, you know, let's face it, in, in the era of WWE having a PLE every month, three-week build isn't isn't terrible. No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. But the only problem, though, Jeff, they've had months to build this shit, and yes. uh, they continue to fail us. Well, they had, you know, like they, they focused on Forbidden Door. They focused on... Uh, death before dishonor they had you know and then they have to they have to spike the ratings they're desperately trying to get over a million and keep over a million and you know uh, they succeeded one week with blood and guts because of blood and guts not because of the concept match and haven't done it since and you know their excuse for a while was you know our top guys are out well your top guys are back and it's still the same so i don't know i mean Jeff, you know what's funny, man? I think it was you and I talking about this last week. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. But was it you and I talking about where's Joe right now? He's finished doing his peacock thing, right? And yes, I mentioned cock. There you go, Jeff. Wink, wink. Yes, he finished doing his peacock thingy. And uh, he come back at Death Before Dishonor. And then he's gone playing hide and seek, I think. Well, I've said it all along. He has... He's doing a voice actor role on a Peacock series, and it's a small role. He didn't need to be out for 7 to 12 weeks for that role. He only needs to work one night a week for AEW. So I, I don't even believe that, that that's what's keeping him, that that's what kept him out. And if it did, his role, he, if they needed him, he could have been done with it in a week. Could have, should have, but uh, yeah, where is he? Where is he, know. Jeff? Well, there's Is no need for the something? Ring of Honor TV champion to defend a TV championship if there's a no television. TV show. So. Well, yeah, that's true. So but, I mean, in hey, some way, that makes sense. I guess you're right. It's true. It's damn true. But yeah, it's sad. You know, it's it doesn't make sense already. You have Tully Blanchard Enterprises, or rather the Embassy, which is a three-man group, and you have Ring of Honor Trios champions, 
and neither one of those groups nor both are in the trios tournament? What can I tell you, man? I mean, yeah. Like you can you tell said, me how good those three jars of mayonnaise are from Australia. Well, I don't have no jars of mayonnaise around me, but uh, you know what? Forget the mayonnaise. Um, what I wanted to say, though, is what you said previously on other shows where you mentioned the factions title, which was a great idea. And, you know, I don't, I don't know if any of our listeners or viewers at channelattitude.com, you know, I've heard you say this, but please explain your version of a so-called trios championship. Jeff, please. This is, I mean, look, this is much AW, more creative than what TK came up with. That's for almost, sure. Almost since inception, this this his product has been faction heavy. And we know why it is. You know, at the beginning, it was to get everyone on TV and give everyone a payday and, and all of that good stuff. Um, now it's overcrowded, so more of the same, but now it's there's almost no choice. Uh, my only the only difference between a factions championship and a trios championship is that you don't have to call things the free bird rule or the new day rule. You could you could have whatever three people from your team you want to represent it. So you could pick the three strongest team. If somebody's injured, they don't have to lose the titles. Um, you could go in expecting to face a certain three people, but you face only one out of the three that you were expecting, so you weren't prepared for it. Um, you could have a tournament where, you know, a team like the Dark Order who normally loses everything might win because at some point they had seven people and they could ro rotate in and out, on, you know, in a gauntlet match or something where you have more than one match a night. So they're always fresh, not not during the course of the match. It's not tornado rules or whatever, where, you know, you know if you have a six person faction um, also, you I mean, but it, I mean, it's not even like he's he's booking things to make sense because you have factions that don't have entrance into this tournament i mean i mentioned some of the ring of honor stuff but forget that there's a faction called the jericho appreciation society which is in every goddamn story another faction called the uh, blackpool combat club which is in every goddamn story often with each other and they're both factions yeah. and neither one of them can muster up a, a, a three-man group um why not ring of honor say hey we have a three-man group forget their trios championships maybe they already have the titles they're disqualified i don't know um Maybe whatever it is, there's a lot of shit that just doesn't make sense, but yeah, I just figure the faction's title and then you get more people wearing a belt, but it's not more titles per se. Yeah, that's whack, man. It's it's really whack, but your version of a trio's belt or a faction belt just makes more sense. It's a fresh, b no one else has actually done it, and c it just would make way more sense that way. You don't have to worry about how many you know guys are in a, in a group. But also, you make it like a, like it, the only thing that could probably go against what you say is like, how do you build the matches? Are they going to be trios matches? Are they going to be four way matches? Like no, the tri they're matches? trios matches. Okay, all right. But anyone from the faction, obviously, right? Yeah. And oh, you don't you don't know who they are until they get into the ring. Cool. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot, man. But uh. I like it's like it's like uh it's like at the beginning of the match, like in baseball, the manager gives the um the, the no, lineup. You, right? you know, you have to give the ref the, the 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 three people who are representing the team. I like it. I like it a lot. It just makes sense. But this is AEW, Jeff. They continue not to make sense. Speaking of not making sense, we do get an AEW World Tag Team Championship match next, Jeff, between Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee. In other words. Swerving our glory holes, whatever the fuck they're called. Mm -hmm. They're your champions versus private party. Is it a private party in their pants? I don't know where the party's going, but why are they number one contenders? 
Well, they're not. They're actually number five in the rankings, which of course is not oh, the famous contenders. But this is a tag championship match. I mean, right. So they're number one contenders, they even if they're not. Uh, yeah, you're right. It's a title. I, I I don't know, and you know this could have been somewhat interesting if they were actually doing something with the Andrade family office and the Discord within it. I mean, I know that they did a vignette where Andrade said, win or you're fired or something, but you rarely see them together. The Butcher and the Blade are basically cardboard cutouts just standing there doing nothing. Um, so th- this was, you know, it's it's a lot like Dustin versus Claudia next next week. The outcome was never in doubt. It looks like Private Party is turning face. Who cares? Are they going to be feuding with Andrade family office? Who cares? Because Andrade family office just turned on Dragon Lee, so that's something. that, that That's probably the more important story, but you never know. So we're going to get Private Party versus Butcher and Blade. Talk about pre-show. Oh, God, who cares? I'm so over it. Well, anyway, Swerve ends up finishing with a JML driver to win the match for Swerve in our glory holes. JML? With an impressive finish to retain the titles tonight. Yes. Those are my initials, JML. Hey, it is. What's going mm-hmm. on there? But we're the double J's of the channel editing.com, remember? The J- Aren't we the great? Double J A P or P A. The That's double right. J P A. Aren't we great? <laughs> I know. Jeff Jarrett exactly. got fired already. Just, Speaking just, of yeah. just to reinvent himself. Maybe he's not so great. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they say he's a Vince guy, but I could have sworn he was never a Vince guy, if you know what I'm saying. Well, Vince always liked Jared. Well, he also hated Jared at one stage. Uh, well, I mean, love, hate, what's the difference? True, I guess. Yeah, I guess he loved him a bit too much. Anyway, let's move on from that. Because afterward, it was clear that Private Party earned Lee's respect with their effort on this evening. Cutie Martial and the fact that we're Squish lunging... Them those two. Let, them, let them go to a private party. Just, just go. Well, they were lounging to play cards and dominoes. You know that, right, Jeff? Where's Good. Will Hobbs? Let them do that. Let them do that in a private club. I won't ever see them again. And they can take well, the Will... butcher and the blade with them. That's true. Well, Will Hobbs stomped in to toss their table. Hobbs was upset about the factory failing to take care of Ricky Starks. For Hobbs, word is bond. Cutie claimed his troops then promised to get the job done. Who's the heel here? I guess all of them. That's a great question. Who's the heel here? But my recollection of this was that QT Marshall wanted Hobbs to join the factory so that they would take care of Starks, and Hobbs wanted nothing to do with them. Not that they made some deal. Yeah, when was his thing? You see, I don't even know when this was even a thing. That he just made the passing Darker Than Dark uh, Deceleration. Ah, that's a good show. Darker Than Dark. That's even better. Just there's no lights this time. Or it's always lights out. Anyway, guess what, though? We Speaking of relevancy... We have the FTW Championship next, which is for the championship between Hook, Speaking your champ. Of relevancy, remember when Anthony Gogo was going to be the next big star? Yeah, I do. Yeah, he's yeah, still I in do. the background with the factory, along with uh, Cole Carter. And uh, what's that big goof's name again? Nick Comrade. Well, he got a hat. That's so now he's got a character, oh. a hat and a toothpick. Uh, all, I think of, all I think of is Barbarian, personally, when I see him. But uh, not Barbarian, sorry, the Berserker. Yeah, you're right. Huss, he looks Huss, like John Huss. Nord. Like, I, I used to say yeah. it like if Ming and Billy Jack Haynes had a kid. But that, that could hey, work. Hey. John Nord. Huss. Who was, saying. by the way, he was the barbarian before he came to WWF and changed his He was, he ironically. Yes, he was. That's barbarians why I, in different right. It's weird. It's very confusing to me. 
it was confusing because there is another barbarian formerly of, you know, Tongan, one of the Tongans, you know, with Meng back in the day. Sure. But uh, yes. Powers of pain. How do you forget powers of pain? Powers of pain. Mind. That's right. Your face straight the faces of fear. But that, yeah, that's the faces of fear with Ming. But the powers of pain was with Warlord. Yeah. But he's yeah. still touring with the Warlord, selling things all over. They put their old picture, poor barbarian, and he walks, you know, with like a walker, basically. Wow, that's sad. Well, who was Warlord still looks group? like a beast. I mean, he's oh, an old well, beast, awesome. but he's a beast. So who would have been a more badass sort of team? You know, um, Billy Gunn and the Warlord and... could still get it done. Can the Warlord really still go? Are you fucking with me now? He never he, could he... go. He just looked no, like no, a No, 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 I know, I know. But you know what I mean. I have no idea. I mean, I imagine not because he couldn't when he was young. So why could he now? You know what I'm saying? You're saying he looks good. Could he actually pull off a match? <laughs> did he ever <laughs> i don't know oh my god you know what i mean jeff come on now anyway I don't, I, I don't do ddp yoga with the man i don't know <laughs> anyway moving on like i said um i don't know who zach clayton was is and don't care who he is but basically i do ends up defeating I, I ordered pat mcafee on wish and zach clayton came <laughs> i don't even know why these guys here but no less anyway hook ends up <laughs> defeating him via red run <laughs> With a red rum, or you want to call it a Kazahajime, like his old man used to call it, whatever, he ends up winning and defeating Zach Clayton. But backstage, we get Danny Magic and Cool Hand. We're impressed by Hook's performance. Danny Magic asks if it's that tough guy wants a taste. Cool Hand put over the FTW title as rich in pro wrestling history, you're right. Then he wondered, what if the belt was held by a sports entertainer, Jeff? Interesting question. What if? So is his is his gimmick that he combs his hair a lot? Well, doesn't. <laughs> ah, well, that that would be quite a character change. Um, yeah, I don't. I mean, yet another thing that Jer the Jericho Appreciation Society is involved in that they don't need to be involved in. I mean, there's there's still not involved in everything group bro. in the BCC, and 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 now Hook also. I mean, the fuck. This is weird. It's weird because Rampage and Dynamite almost feel like two separate entities right now in two different worlds. And, and you have so many people not doing anything or being on YouTube shows, yet you have people involved in everything. Everything. Like, like I, I always sale joke about East, Ethan Page and, and, you know, Stokely Hathaway, but how, how about Ethan Page go for the FTW belt? Just give him something right. to do. We, the Jericho Appreciation Society is, is I mean they're in like three other stories with like you know top half of card acts this is dumb it's dumb indeed and, and unfortunately for ethan page and look he's a lot better than like they're just not giving him a real chance you know what i mean he can speak on the mic he doesn't need a mouthpiece but for whatever reason they just don't trust him i don't know i don't if know what it, if it's so great why wouldn't the, the closest thing to his father challenge him samoa joe who we just talked about title versus title I don't know, Jeff. I really don't know, man. I don't know. No, what's yours going is unsanctioned. I don't have a TV show. Let's fight. <laughs> what storyline do you need other than that? That's nothing. It's true. They say Taz is a submission specialist. Well, <laughs> bullshit. I'm the submission specialist. And my career was twice as long as your dad's. Let's go. And I'm a ghost because you never see me defending on television, even though I'm the television champion. Anyway. Coquina means ghost and Samoan. 
wow, there you go. You learn new things every day. If it means that, whatever. Just, but in this I case, just made that up. If it does, it's yeah, well, it does, it, does it does now. It does now. It does now. Well, anyway, Billy Gunn warned his sons that their attack on him was the wrong time on the wrong person. Right. He's going to spank their asses mm-hmm. as a lesson. Cool. Great. Billy's being friends with him this time, though, Jeff, because everybody loves the acclaim. Scissor me, Jeffy O. Scissor me, please. Yeah, what's, what's, what do you think this there was? There we go. We're connected. Anyway, <laughs> boom. <laughs> I can picture that. I don't know why. <laughs> well, can you imagine Dan Housen and Rollins in a little feud? Tell me that yeah. wouldn't be funny. Yes. I can. I can picture it. Easily. I could so picture it. would be funny. It would be actually a funny little thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, fuck it. Add Riddle as well. And you've got a real clown party going on. Oh, no, you mean <laughs> there. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> it becomes... <laughs> See, so, yeah, she went from that side to that side. I try to gather it. Oh no, she <laughs> she caught me the spell again. The spell next, of confusion. Next time, next time you got to put a little knife like on her hand, sort of thing, so it looks like she's about to like <laughs> stab you in the back. But anyway, um, this is just me- is a mess. This whole feud is done so wrong when it could have actually been done half decent. If they just put a little effort into it, it was just rushed. Every part of it, every part of it was rushed. Was always a rushed. All I'll say is at least you are doing something with two tag teams to I guess. keep them on TV and do something that doesn't involve having to go for tag team championships. Though at the same time, I mean, why not? You you have you have FTR with three sets of belts. You have AEW titles. You neither one of these groups uh, are in the trios title, and you have. Um, yeah, there's Ring of Honor belts too. Does FTR really need all three of those belts? Really? Yes, they do. They do. Apparently, they do. Oh, okay. You know what the problem though is? We get FTR's getting ahead of themselves, Jeff. Because what is it? Is it Dax hard penis? Hard floor. Whatever that. Hard, hard floor. floor. Oh, oh, that that's the name. Hard floor. Mm-hmm. Whatever his name is. He's getting a false sense of uh, I'm one of the greatest wrestlers in the world right now. Sense of security. No, he said he's the he's the best. Oh, and, see what and I mean? Isn't that what you love in a tag team where one member of the tag team is telling the world that he's the best wrestler in the world while his partner is standing there? It's asinine, man. Tell me what's going on here. So we get so this guy now thinks he's the shit, basically, while blowing off his partner, pretty much. Right. Maybe you know, I don't know, but he's had good matches, but for what purpose? How does that help FTR and how does that help the people he's had good matches against? Doesn't matter, it helps the marks, brother. Right. You're you're exactly right. I mean, I guess because he marks. can recreate Owen match Owen Hart matches move per move. Sorry, Dex, but stop that shit, please. Right. Please stop way, that, talking about your daughter every week. Entertainment than anything else is actually Doing a cover dance. Yeah, maybe he should do a river dance. Yeah, it's, it's like cover mean? matches. Right, it's true. Absolutely. Oh, well, he thinks he's the shit. Let him think he's the shit. Yeah. Well, we, speaking of, we get footage airing of Andrade's attack on Dragon Lee at the end of Dynamite. Andrade and Rush tore the Luchador's mask to pieces. Los Ingobernables blame Dragon Lee for their loss. And Nick Jackson then enters the ring for the save. Since Hook won his match so quickly, 
a standby bout was included on the program between Buddy Matthews versus Sir Pantalones in Serpentico. Before um, we get into that, do you know that the 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 family of the girl who was, I guess, kicked by Omega or Dragon Lee when they did that Tope Suicida, where uh, Kenny Omega was sitting on the on the railing and they went over? They're suing AEW. What? Yeah, they're suing. Now I am sure that the ticket on the back says that they're they're you know they're not liable, but that was sort of a reckless thing, and I'm sure AEW will end up settling. Wow. Oh, it was, it was, listen, the spot looked crazy, but it was crazy. It was stupid with an Omega who's banged up to shit. And by the way, Dragon Lee isn't too far removed from some pretty serious injuries himself. Yeah, and he's not even 30. Isn't that, like, see what I mean? Isn't that sad or what? I mean, it's just, and he's got so much potential, but you're right. He's already banged up, just like most of these wrestlers are these days. And they I'm not even sure he'll himself. probably be named in that lawsuit. And I'm not sure that he I'm not even sure he's under contract to AW. I've never seen the Chiron no, Dragon so. Lee is all elite. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Um, anyway, like I was saying, Buddy Matthews ends up defeating Serpentico, but after the match, yeah, Rio's finally. horn started blaring, right? Yes, exactly. He came out on the stage holding Malachi Black's skull mask. Commentary wondered if Black took a beating as Miro rushed to the ring to smash Matthews. A thrust kick knocked Matthews out of the ring. And then, yeah. So, uh, what do you think? Are we going to get uh, Miro laying waste on all of House of Black? Well, or finally. does the House of Black lay waste on Miro? I don't know. All, all I know is that the only person who was turned heel by the mist was Julia Hart. So, apparently, it only works on men and not women. Uh, it didn't work on Sting. It didn't work on Darby. It didn't work on Penta. Uh, it, you know, it didn't work on Pillman. Uh, you know, so it, and it hasn't worked on Miro, at least not yet. But but I love this. The finally, this is happening. Finally, we're seeing Miro. Finally, Buddy Matthews is doing something. Um, but I don't know if Buddy Matthews just got that much bigger, or Rusev was never as big as I thought he was. But, but these guys looked about the same oh. size. Um, Buddy is just jacked, dude. I mean, Miro's he's got a good body, but he's not as like ripped as Buddy. You know what I'm saying? Not nowhere near as defined. Buddy Matthews looks like like one of those He-Man action figures. You know yeah, how they all does. had the that same like true. giant like the same muscle build with striations everywhere. That's a, yeah, no, no, but, right. yeah, but but whatever. Buddy's whatever on that horse. list. Of people who never should have been released. Um, well, and I bet he's kind of regretting it because what's what's the bet that. I'm, I would even be pretty sure that Triple H would have actually brought him back had he like not signed with AEW. I wouldn't be surprised if he's the one and, they, and Jeff Jarrett isn't the one who called him and that's why he got fired. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? Ain't I great? Nope. Ain't great anymore. Ain't I stupid? Ain't I stupid? But I'm a survivor. <laughs> And he's a forgiver, I guess. But anyway. He will be a special guest referee on All Out. God, if he does that, no shit, he is great. Yeah. Seriously. He's great. he's great. And he'll get a job again in WWE for the third time. Of course he will. You'll see. Third. It's Heck probably he... like the 15th. Oh, whatever the case. He, he should even be on the active roster at this point. He was rehired and fired during the show. Yeah, pretty much. Well, um, we get Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and Jamie Hayter and Rebel were leaving since they had no role for the all-out pay-per-view. I don't blame him, just quietly. Baker once again tried to plant seeds of dissension between Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm. 
as Baker will be watching and waiting for the winner. No lies were detected. Tony Storm lost to Thunder Rosa like maybe two months ago on TV. And now she's the number one contender because they've been tagging together. I mean, I don't huh? know how it works anymore, Jeff. This is, this is not a thing anymore. It's just Kyle, Kyle and King's been on TV more than any than, than <laughs> anyone else. I don't know what, what, what the hell's happening here. I don't. I don't know. I don't understand. Apparently, you got to be a dark, um, you know, a dark featured wrestler, dude. I mean, that's where the money's at. Apparently, that's so where you get your wins and losses. Dawn. Yep, darker than dark elevations crashing down the elevators. Anyway. Whatever, it is what it is. But speaking of it is what it is, we get Penelope Ford versus Athena. Uh, obviously, Athena ends up defeating Penelope Ford. It's good to see she's Penelope such a hypocrite. Back. I mean, Penelope is hot, but Athena, I thought you said you don't want to wear no more like skin-revealing gear like you were complaining about in WB, but here you are with suspenders and all and skin and and other things floating around. She could wear a scuba suit for all I care, but (laughs) she came out with those stupid wings, which they don't even work well. They don't even um, uh, retract evenly, Uh, and it's like she made them herself. Yeah, no, duh. Look at that. Obviously, like a 14-year-old would make that for Comic-Con or something. I mean, it's like only in AW would they think that that's cool and and not like have her, you know, if you want to do it, have one that's professionally made. Um, Yeah, so she'd be Penelope, and then the, the baddies came out, so Layla Gray, I guess, is healthy again. I guess Red Velvet still isn't. But Kiera Hogan should be told never wear heels because she cannot work at all in heels. I was told she was a really good wrestler. I was told she was great in Impact. I saw her in NWA a couple times. She was okay, nothing special. In AW, she's looked mostly to be a disaster. Uh, but whenever she works in, the, in those heels, she can barely walk, let alone wrestle. But Jade came out looking like a million bucks. She had a giant sledgehammer, and she destroyed those wings and you know everyone's like she made them herself yeah you know what who cares good those were terrible thank you jade thank thank thank, thank you, you. Jade. thank, thank you, jade. you jade thank you jade thank you jade thank you jade well anyway athena does end up defeating penelope ford and like you just explained in the immediate aftermath kira hogan and Layla gray ambush athena jake cargill was on stage with the stage jammer to smash Athena's wing gear. Woo. But you know what you didn't mention? Athena tried to fight free, but Jade hit her with the hammer in the midsection as Athena was down on the mat with Jade standing tall. You'll never beat her, ever, Athena. Just never. It just won't happen. Wow. Sorry. Yep. Sad. And Jeff, can you believe we already made it to the main event? I mean, okay. geez. I can, oh. I, I can indeed, yeah, yeah. Listen, Rampage is is only an hour long, so you know. And this main event was, well, special. Oh, what type of special? Well, speaking of special, we get Mark Henry interviewed the main event participants in Ari Davari. Believed these this trio's tournament bout would be a walk in the parko as the trust busters advance. The best friends then shot back that these new bouts were made for them as a real trio. Enough talk, as Orange Cassidy then interrupted Henry for stealing his line. Henry argued that it's that it's his line, and Cassidy, uh, I mean, and well, whatever. Anyway, Henry closed with, it's time for the main event after that. And um, we're off to the races for, because we get another trio's championship tournament quarterfinals 
matchup between the trust busters and the best friends. Can't we just all put them together and call them, I don't know, best busters or breast busters? Hmm. Sure. Why not? Because you know he was at ringside, right, during this match. Do tell. Apparently, it was Sunny Kiss blowing kisses to everybody in the crowd. And well, Sunny Kiss was with the Trust Busters. Sunny Kiss is part of this faction. But it's a trio tournament, not a faction tournament. Right. So Sunny Kiss, after two years of being on TV, turns heel and is the fourth person in a three-person faction. So yippee ki yay. Listen, yippee-ki-yay. anyone who doesn't, you know, listen, I'm not always on Hameen Media Group. I'm not always on Channel Attitude. So I'm going to explain what the Trust Busters are. The Trustbusters are, Tony Khan said, I will not be an on-air character. So he actually hired Ari Tavari to be him as a wrestler. Uh, the trust fund just just uh, kicked in. And what he did is he bought himself an indie darling, Slim J, and then a big ex-WWE guy uh, in Harland or Parker Boudreau, uh or Bordreau. And then to claim diversity, he, um, he brought in Sonny Kiss. And there it is, that the entire wrestling universe uh, employed by Tony Khan, his avatar, Ari Davari, but he actually booked himself as a job. Wake up, Jimmy! Yeah, I know. I should be falling asleep over this, but you're right. Continue on. And that's it. So he, he even books himself as a jobber. So, uh, I mean, talk about know thyself. There's, some, there's something Jungian in, in, in that he books himself as a jobber, but okay. Yeah, but you may as well do the play-by-play or you're going to drift off. And I don't know how to shut no, this no, show no, off. No. So. no, 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 no. This this main event did make me drift off, uh, drift off because who cares about the trust busters and best friends? And to be honest, I don't even know if I want to play by play this crap because why? I mean, look at this. I mean, we get fair enough. We get uh, what's his name, Danhausen, like you know, cursing people, pointing out from the crowd over there. Uh, I mean, seriously. Kiss interferes during the, during the match. Just quietly, Danhausen versus Sonny Kiss is, is a low card feud I could be interested in. Mm, that could be it fun. Depends. It could be funny, but it could get outrageous too, Jeff. I mean, uh, outrageous. Sonny Kiss can be good if they do it. If, I don't know. You're right. It, it, they have to do it right. They're going to be careful too, but it could be funny, potentially funny. But well, they don't have to be careful because they're AW. Right, apparently, right? Whatever. Whoever, whatever. I just... I, is it just me? Did the Sunny Kiss offend you in a way with all the twerking and shit? I find Sunny Kiss to be completely irrelevant. I find all of them to be completely irrelevant. I, I was interested in Harlan for a second, then I saw him wrestle. Listen, I, I, I do think that WWE gave up on him a little quickly. Um, But he's certainly not TV-ready yet. Uh, and maybe he won't be. He's, he knows he knows like four moves, uh, which probably is too little for six months. So maybe they were right. Uh, and I mean, he's big, but he ain't that big. And he, you know, they already have Otis. So you know, like, they don't really need two Otises. I can't believe I really thought this idiot was the next Brock Lesnar. Boy, was I wrong! And just looking at him, boy, was I wrong! I don't even know what I was thinking. But um. Basically, towards the end of the match, we do get a Superman punch to Davari on the apron. Best friends then finish Slim J with a pyramid formation elevated splash as best friends defeat the Trust Busters in a meh main event. But it is what it is. Um, it was better than last week, but this is just all 
Yeah, I don't know what I mean. It, it wasn't it wasn't a very good show. It wasn't terrible. Last week was terrible. It was it was okay. I mean, for an hour it's okay. But listen, if I wasn't a crazy ass wrestling fan, he wasn't home anyway. You know, you don't need to watch Rampage. It's it's not required watching anymore. Which is sad because it's supposed to be hour three of Dynamite. I want to walk forward to it, not just because it feels like hour three of Dark. Uh oh, Jimmy died. Hello. Yeah. Jimmy, it's your mother. Jimmy, Jimmy. All right, folks. Well, this is great. I'm going to vamp for a while. Um, I'm a little bit afraid that this these trios titles were made for best friends. I know what you're thinking. You're saying, no, this is for the elite, you know, which includes uh, Cole and, and his group. Oh, Cole and his group are cost the elite. I actually hope a House of Black wins. Oh, Jimmy's back. I was trying You're to vamp. You know how long you were gone for, so I was having a conversation with uh, with Lily here. Oh, whoa! Well, what was the conversation about, Jeff? You. Oh. You'll have to tune in to find out. <laughs> I, I guess I should. Um, well, anyway, you apparently disappeared too from the feed, so I don't know if we do get to hear it, but um, oh. I don't know what you said last. I, I don't know if that's going to affect the feed or not. Like, but we'll see. Um, but anyway, or we won't. Or we won't. <laughs> but you know what man that laugh entertained me more than AEW this week and uh i mean what else is there really to talk about i mean we've already covered a lot i mean Nothing. rampage is just becoming very you know less impactful yeah, it's, as it's, the weeks go on it's main event it's it's i mean it's it's unimportant i i don't think i've ever watched the main event and i only watch rampage because i feel obligated to do so just in case i, I don't know uh, and generally i'm home and watch smackdown but if i ever get a social life yeah rampage is going to be the first thing to go sadly before N- nwa it? power <laughs> oh, wow well hopefully it's on the way up hopefully i doubt it i mean the live shows are much better but whenever we get those who knows but uh it's gonna be a lot of preemptions it's gonna be a lot a of preemptions coming up uh it's gonna be true. weird times weird networks all sorts of and strange bad things. ratings. Bad ratings is a and then <laughs> it's a really bad time for Tony Khan. And uh there's a lot of background stuff with Discovery, but uh it's probably not really the show for that. We talked a lot about it on the skirmish, which is on these uh, same networks, right? So uh you know it's on the PWC network and the PW Hustle Network. So look no. out for it at the PWC. Well, is it also on Hameen and uh and Attitude? Uh, no, not on channelattitude.com, no. I mean, there's already a, a Dynamite review show, which I've been on, called Light the Fuse, Jeff. Come on now. Oh, For five listen. bucks, you get Light the Fuse with the Ayatollah bin Hamin as your host. Well, you could have more than Light one on a network of uh, reviewing nah, the same no. show. You get different yeah, opinions. Yeah, but then it just clashes. It, it makes It wouldn't make sense for them to actually put two of the same. I'm not Top saying shows. it makes sense or not, but you you could. I mean, you know, you could have one show that's super critical, one show that's less critical. I don't know. Yeah, you know. I think we're pretty similar in our thoughts. On oh, well, oh, that would be not. maybe maybe not. Well, for five bucks, you can tune in and find out. So uh, yeah. it's only five bucks. So I guess I just knocked do. myself out. You did. Listen, I review no, Dynamite I on two shows a week at least. I, I don't <laughs> there's only so oh. much I can I can I could take of it. Plus I watch it. Well, well, how do you think I feel when sometimes I review Rampage on two shows each week? 
That's yeah, tough. True. Yeah, I, I know. Be soft and I'm with you. That's right. But I also want to say you cannot tell it our listeners and viewers, not to watch Rampage every because you must. Otherwise, you won't get to hear our opinions about the matter. And uh, look, man, all I want with Rampage is to, to become watch a Rampage to watch us. As a matter of fact, no, you don't. watch us so you don't have to watch Rampage. That's true. For five bucks, you can watch us and no. listen to us at channelattitude.com. How via much is 60 minutes I mean, of your life work worth? Five true. bucks, I say yes. I say hell yeah, and it's not just us. You get everything else that's on HMG via channelattitude.com. And a face so slap. Five bucks. And a face slap. You can get a face slap. Jimmy could use one right now to wake him up. Rampage is tough, bro. AEW, man. Who would have thought? It used to be WB that made me fall asleep, Jeff. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's the total opposite. Listen, Dynamite doesn't make me fall asleep. I mean, it, it, no, it, it, it's, no. it's riddled with 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 flaws and there's plenty of nits to pick but it, it's rarely boring rampage it's yeah yeah it's really boring but rampage is damn rampage different story entirely somehow they, they take an hour show which was the the easiest show the easiest hour to watch a week and they turned it into garbage i, I you know i guess it's when they just i mean they used to put at least one major star on rampage and then like a secondary they like mid card story do now, nothing. Well, they had Brian Danielson the week before. Right, they'd have yeah, yeah, or they would have, but only talking. But they would have, right. they would have Punk, you know, every week, and you know, I they should know. have kept it at that. Used to be Jade Show. I mean, I know people were saying it was insulting when it was uh, Keith Lee and Swerve and and Hobbs and Starks were on the show, but at least the show had a personality. If you wanted to watch those guys every week, you had to watch there. I mean, sure. I, I don't know. They have two packed a roster that. that the the ad the one third of the TV time is irrelevant. I agree with you one hundred percent. Well, anyway, Jeff, I think we can take it home, man. We've yeah. had a busy night tonight here on channel.com. But please tell them where they can find you. Hey, you can often all, often find me with Jimmy T on the PWC on many fine shows. I'm often on the Machismo Smack Talk this week on the Skirmish. I'm here as well. Uh, maybe on Carnage. Who knows? Um, sometimes even on the extra. Uh, now, also on the PWC um, is Hammerlock Hangout, which is my wrestling podcast with Big Daddy Cool, WWE Shill, Steve Pena. And on um, the PWC and Hameen Media Group, among other places, are my non wrestling podcast, Garden of Doom, which is uh, sort of like cryptids, ufology, history, alternative history, anthropology, things that go bump in the night, uh, mythology, and Garden Views, which is more of a topical show. Recent shows include Cannabis Law, just dropped one on trademark, copyright, and entertainment law. Um, and I got a lot of cool stuff coming up on both shows. So check those out and check them out on the network of your of your preference. And uh, I'm at IcarusFellMD on Twitter. Feel free to follow me. I'm, I'm happy enough to interact. Absolutely. And interact he does. And um, also, if you want to follow me, you can on Twitter at DJMassEffects and at the PwC Network. But more importantly, like and subscribe right here at ChannelAttitude.com via Hamin Mini Group. And also, right before we go, got to say it one more time. Happy birthday to the chief himself, the Ayatollah Bin Hamin. Happy birthday, my friend. I know you only just turned 21. You're looking younger than ever. So I hope you've had a wonderful day. Don't get too smashed. That's all I'm saying. But happy birthday, my friend. Thank you. 
So, Jeff. If you get Smash Makes for it's halal, inshallah. Ah, inshallah. Absolutely. Make sure it's halal. It's going to be blessed. Yalla, or else. Anyway, tahalahon and bye. I was going to say something else, but I forgot how to say bye. So, stay evil. Absolutely. Ashalaikum salam. Peace. Stay evil, my friends.